What's up? And welcome to the C2C podcast, formerly known as the Coast to Coast podcast. I'm Chilenga. And I'm Dylan. And we're here from sea to shining sea. That was we were in perfect. choir together, can you tell? Um, so we're going to work on that intro. Uh, for now, we got a really amazing show. <laughs> We've got a really amazing show uh, this time. So the first time we recorded, I was kind of nervous the whole time. This time, I don't feel any nerves. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're way worse. I can tell. <laughs> oh, So uh, today, we're going to have a, a really fun show. Uh, so we wanted to rank the teams uh, for the season from 30 to 1. Um, but we wanted to do it in a little bit more of an interesting way. So we are going to do a draft of the team, starting with the worst team, ending with the best team. Uh, we did not necessarily agree on all these picks, and to be honest, this is uh, it turned out to be a really frustrating way to rank the teams because it just it I it did not turn out right. But we are gonna argue for our picks to our death. Uh, just so everyone knows, uh, we did this a couple days ago also, and um, uh, I, we ended up having to switch uh, one team in particular around. We'll 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 note that when we get there. Yeah, absolutely. And there has been at least one injury that's going to mildly affect uh, one of our picks. But regardless, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, man, that's so sad. Yeah, that's so sad. I love it's him. Really ha- bad. Sorry, what? Patty Mills can't start at the point guard position if they're going to be where we put them. No, <laughs> no, he can't. He's an awesome backup. He's one of the best backups in the league. But. Um, he uh, is definitely not starting point guard caliber. Um, and then that really gets... We'll, we'll talk about the Spurs when it's time to talk about the Spurs. Right now, we're going to get started. We did a, uh, a coin flip, and Dylan won. So he had the first pick. And Dylan, with the number 30 pick in the 2018 NBA ranking draft, Dylan Carlson selects... Before we start, I have oh, to say fuck. something. <laughs> Did you, did you David Stern this shit? Because I never saw you flip a fucking coin. I flipped an online coin. I I googled coin flip on Google. You did not. Uh huh. I'll believe it when I see the evidence. I need evidence. Okay, I did take a video of it because I knew you would ask, and I'll send it to you after the pod. Okay. I hate you. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is like this is David Stern circa his conversation with Shaq that Shaq just revealed about. Did you see that? No. Um, so Shaq, Shaq said that David Stern came up to him and he's like, uh, so uh, do you want to go to somewhere warm or somewhere cold? And Shaq was like, uh, warm, I guess. <laughs> Literally rigged the draft. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Dude, yeah, David Stern did a lot of really, really shady stuff. Um, anyway, we should get back to the podcast. With the number 30 pick. In the 2018 NBA rankings draft, Dylan Carlson selects the Atlanta Hawks. Great pick. Great pick, Dylan. Um, I think we're both in agreement on this. Yeah. Uh, they're so they're so bad and mm-hmm. like yeah, they're gonna tank. 
Um, I, I don't like Trey Young personally. He was terrible in summer league, and he's a little guy. That should be the that should be the time when he excels. That's when little guys excel. How are people? How is he going to react when people are going to actually be a little bit physical with him? You know, save for the new rule that um, where you can't touch a guy when he's trying to run off ball. I, I don't know. hate that rule. First of all, I hate so, that rule. It so has slowed stupid. down the games so damn much. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, second, I I think Trey Young's going to have a really hard year. <laughs> I think it's going to be really hard for him this year. I think he's going to take a lot of shots. He's going to miss a lot of shots. He's going to get uh, beat up a lot because uh, he is so small. But I like Trey Young. I think that he is going to be a, a really good player. Um, I think he's going to be a really, really good player at some point. His his right, passing so is really nice. Um, I think he can probably shoot. I haven't seen it yet, but I think that he can shoot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a Trey Young fan. I'm a believer. Trey Young was really good at the beginning of the season, and then he just trailed off last year. And uh. I don't feel like that's a good sign because he was start. That's when you start to play better competition. That's when you start to play games that matter. And so I guess we haven't seen him really excel in the games that matter. Uh, I want to say one. The one thing that I like about this team, this is this is my one positive for the team, is that they're bringing together Vin and Lin Sanity. Um, I think this is a monumental moment for both the Canadian and the uh, all of. Uh, Eastern Asia um, I think that they're I think that we're really all going to come together and um, and appreciate this moment in 10-15 years um, I know a lot of my Eastern Asian friends who love the NBA uh, Lin Sanity was a huge moment for them I mean because yeah, yes Yao Ming was a big deal but Lin Sanity was kind of put it into perspective of people who weren't 7 foot 6 <laughs> Yeah, I'm. You know, no. I'm. I'm excited. I I feel bad for Jeremy Lin because he does get hurt so much, and now he's stuck on a really really bad team. But the Lin and Vince Sanity combo is gonna be really amazing. I'm excited for some lob passes from Jeremy Lin to Vince Carter, um, and for Vince. I'm not. A- <laughs> I'm not excited for any of the basketball implications. I'm only excited because their nicknames are the same. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait. Uh, the announcers are going to have some fun with that this year. Um, I do want to say a couple more. I really like Tarion Prince. Um, I think he's pretty underrated. Uh, granted, I haven't I haven't seen him play that much, but uh, <laughs> his stat lines are good. Uh, a nice 3 and D guy. Like, if you transplanted him from the Hawks to the Rockets, I think uh, people would be talking about Tarion Prince a lot because uh, he is a sexy player. And John Collins, Trey Young combo... Uh, I've already seen some great passes from Young to Collins, and I'm just excited for the rest of the season. Lots of lob dunks. Trey Young actually he did off the backboard to John Collins in a game. It was fucking beautiful. So get excited for that. I'm not getting excited for anything on this team. Let's go to the pick 29. What do you? All have? right, pick number 29. I picked the Sacramento Kings. Um, this team is bad. This team is so 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 bad really the only thing i like about this team is the fact that they signed minnesota's own nemanja bielitsa 
and um, they're resting him with knee soreness. He's getting the Russell Westbrook t- treatment. I know. I really wonder how much he's actually going to play because this team has uh, like a million and a half centers and power forwards on their team. And a million and a half reasons to tank. A million and a half. Yeah, that's true. I bet he'll play when he does play. He'll play mostly small forward because this team does not have any small forwards on their roster. They've got no wings. They've got a bunch of guards and a bunch of big men and like no 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 wings at all. It's horrible. I um, feel like the only NBA teams that have wings are the teams that are going to be in the playoffs though. That's true. It's, you know, the most valuable position. Um I want to share this with you because this is amazing. I counted 10 players that are going to get uh playing time that have been drafted in the last three years. Oh, yikes. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh, that's so uh, bad. And that's and that's including Bielitsa. Has he... Is this really his fourth... Oh, wow. It's his fourth year. Yeah, it's wow. his fourth year, and he's 30 years old. Um, <laughs> there are two players on this team that have played more than three years in the NBA who are going to get any type of playing time. One, Zebo, who's 37... <laughs> And the other is Iman Shumpert, who is a below-average shooting guard. Yeah, and he was out, like, all last year. I don't even, like, I don't know what Iman Shumpert's game is. The only thing I know about Iman Shumpert is that he caught a lot of passes from LeBron James. So I don't know what he's capable of. Oh, and I know he's a really bad rapper. He's got, like, a lot of rap songs out. Have you heard any of his raps? Oh, no. Uh, And I... I don't know if I want to listen to any raps other than Damian Lillard from an NBA player. Oh, he's the absolute best. Um, uh, or or Shaq. Shaq can rap. Shaq can rap. I love I love Shaq raps. Um, I've got a few. I got a question for you. Who do you think is the best young player on this team? Like, who do you think on this team is going to have the best NBA career? Other than Nemanja Bielitsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him to the side because we we all know that he is a god sent to us from from heaven above. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Harry Giles, and that's really sad. That is sad. Although I mean, the Kings really are talking a lot about him. It's like word from Kings camp is that he is the most impressive young talent on their team. Um, but. But we haven't – have we seen a lot from Marvin Bagley yet? No, we haven't seen a lot. We saw the double block that he had in Summer League where he went up and blocked it with one hand and then blocked it with the other hand, which was crazy. Great. That's uh, pretty cool. It is cool. He's crazy athletic. Um, but, yeah, I just don't well, know if there's any franchise players of their uh, of their young players. Maybe De'Aaron Fox. I like De'Aaron Fox. I wish the best for him, but I, I don't know if he's actually going to be – a good NBA player. He just doesn't player. have the upside. He doesn't have the upside of, I mean, a, a Harry Giles could have had when, when he was at least coming out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This team just strikes me as a, a team that is going to lose so many games, especially because they're in the West and they got to play a lot of West teams. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of wins in the West, which means there's also going to be a lot of losses. Um, who would Who would you pick? Uh, as their greatest young talent, I. 
God, can I say Yogi Ferrell because I love his name? No, that's <laughs> and he he blew up. He's he's uh leading the league right now in the preseason in points. He's awesome. I've I've liked Yogi Ferrell since I, I watched like him play a few games in college, and he was awesome at Indiana. He was so awesome at Indiana. Um, I've always liked him because his name is cool. He's got just like the most stacked little body I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and the dude was a fucking baller when he was at Indiana. He was a baller. Um, I also really like Frank Mason. He's like one of the best University of Kansas players of all time. Um, he's like eighth on the list in scoring, I didn't realize, which is impressive. Okay, that's too much time on the Kings. Uh, that's know. way too much time on the Kings. I'm sorry. Let's move so on to sorry. the next pick. <laughs> uh, okay, so on the, with the 28th pick in the draft... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will select the Phoenix Suns. Ooh, great pick. Great pick. You know, some people have them a little bit higher. Like, th they're going to win a lot more games this year. Um, you know, oh, we haven't been doing over-under at all. Dumb. Um, we'll start doing over-under. Let's just start doing over-under as we go because it's like, well, actually, let's just go back through the hawk. Let's just do it. Who cares? Um, so the let's we'll do it quickly. Mm -hmm. The Hawks were uh, twenty three point five. I think we both say under. under. Yep. Um, they could have a historically bad season this year, and I'm kind of hoping for yeah. it. Um, Kings are their over under is twenty five point five, and I think that it's slightly under. And um, I think you're probably even hammering the under even harder. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big old hammer button. Uh, under button, hammer button, under button. All right, on to. The Suns. DeAndre Ayton looks really dominant, but we all know that, based on experience, we know that a big guy rookie can be really impactful, and we can still have the one of the top five worst worst records in the league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, a, a, based on Carl Anthony Towns' rookie season. Yeah, and a big man needs a point guard, which the Suns do not have. Um, so that's going to be a yeah. problem. Um, bye bye, Eric Bledsoe. Bye bye. Well, they used to have they used to have like seven. Yeah. And they, now they have none. Brandon Knight. Gone. Isaiah Eric Thomas. Bledsoe. Goran Dragic. <laughs> Goran Dragic. Isaiah Thomas. They had Isaiah Thomas at the they had five starting point guards at the same time. I know. I know. They've really messed up. They've really, really messed up. Um but yeah, and you know, uh Devin Booker's gonna be out. He's gonna miss the first like two weeks of the season, I think. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that's bad. I I don't. It could be more. And it, whenever they're whenever NBA teams give out how long their players going to be out, it's always at least a couple more weeks before they're really ready to go. And um, yeah, that's really that's they they could lose all of those games. Yeah. Without. And here's the other thing about Devin Booker: you score seventy points in a game and you lose. You don't get, deserve to have that record, whatever <laughs> kind of record he holds. Um, yeah, because that, that's bullshit. Because, I mean, they were really just feeding him. They were trying to get him to get the record. I remember watching that game, and they just kept feeding him the ball. It was like Kobe's last game against Utah. So when, when Phoenix hired Igor Kokoskov, their new coach, I thought for sure that they were going to draft um, Luka Doncic because he was his coach for the Serbian national team. Um, yeah. And uh, I thought that would have been so awesome having – Devin Booker and Luka Doncic, two like six foot seven, uh, you know, lead guards who like neither of them are a traditional point guard, but they can both play the pick and roll and shoot. And I just thought that would have been such a cool, unique 
new look for like the future of a of a team like what like that would be a good outline for what a future great team could look like and then they drafted a center for number one overall which just seems so you think you're with me you think Luka Doncic has the best chance of being the best player out of the draft you're just not as high as I am on him uh, I like Luka Doncic. I don't know if he's going to be the best in the draft, but I really like him. Um, I really, really like him. I just, I, I haven't, I don't have as much background on him as, like, as I've seen a lot of the other players play in college. But Luka is also a professional, you know? Um, he has been a yeah, professional we'll, for a long time. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, Suns are bad. Their over-under is 29. Did you get this before the Devin Booker injury? Because I don't see how their over-under is 28 and a half. Uh, if, if they're not going to have Devin Booker for two months. I think it's going to be more like two months. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be... Maybe a month. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the under on this. I just think they're going to be maybe... I, they're not going to be worse than last season, but I don't know if they're going to have a eight game win increase. That seems in, that seems like a lot to me. It's that's like that's like, I mean, <laughs> LeBron James is what fourteen wins, and uh, I that to me, uh, based on Trevor Ariza's history, I mean, he's had one really good year, but um, he's getting older. He's like thirty three, and mm-hmm. he's going to be their best defensive player. Um, I don't know. I don't see them. I don't see them winning more games. I think that they're going to be right where they were last year. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm. I got. I got to go the under. I think also Trevor Reza is a big time trade candidate, like or or a buyout candidate. I just don't. I think that it a, a scenario could pre- present itself where Trevor Reza is not on the team by March. You know. Yeah. So. Um, hard under they're gonna tank they got their pick yeah yeah all right um the one thing that i do have to say about the kings they don't control their first round pick um so they might not they might not tank yeah i don't Um, i don't think they're gonna try to tank i think they want (laughs) i think they want to be competitive but if you i've watched them during the summer league and they're playing harry giles at the three so they were running out lineups with Giles Bagley and uh, Willie Colley Stein in their front court, and it, it just is not a viable option. They're just going to get run off the floor. They're not going to be able to score with the the teams of the West that can score. You know, they can put the lights out with their shooting. Uh, yeah, like like the Nets of a couple years ago, they might not be able to help being terrible. Yeah, I just don't think I just don't see a path to them. A path for them to win unless one of their young guys actually is really awesome their roster is just really flawed and i don't i think it'll be there will be some really bad chemistry how much how much time are we going to spend on the kings though so with the 27th pick um chalanga who do you pick the new york knicks um christoph Porzingis is out maybe for the whole season he tore his ACL in February, and it takes like a year to like get back on the court, and then a lot more time to get comfortable. Um, after that, like we saw with you know we saw Zach Levine tear his ACL, and he was out until you know March, 
with the Bulls, and then he came back, and he looked like a shell of himself, so I, I don't think that he'll be back. Um, I really like Kevin Knox, but I think this team is going to be very, very bad. They've got their own draft pick, so there's really no reason for them to be good. Um, there is kind of a narrative that they're going to try to win so that they can attract free agents, but I don't know how much free agents actually care about like last year's record as compared to talent on the team. You know what I mean? Um, it really comes down to literally the only thing it comes down to is when Christoph Przingis comes back. Um, if he comes back by the all-star break, which is the earliest it could possibly be. When did he, when did he tear it last year? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was, it was in February. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was right around the same time that Zach Levine tore his. Yeah. So it's, I can't believe that a big guy who gets, uh, who gets a torn ACL is going to come back sooner than Zach Levine. Um, I just can't imagine that even though Zach Levine does rely a lot on his athleticism. Um, just I, whenever big guys get injuries to their lower extremities, it, it seems like it takes a little bit longer mm-hmm. and it, and it could be more affecting on the rest of his career too. Yeah. Uh, I love David Fisdale. Oh, uh, Knox was great in, in summer league, but he he wasn't good in preseason. At least when I, uh, I I didn't I haven't looked. Have they have they played since? Uh, let me see. I think that you were uh, distracted during preseason because somebody else caught your eye. You have been able to, you have not been able to stop talking about him. That's right, um, Alonzo Trier. He looked like a mixture between. He looked like a more athletic Steph Curry in the preseason, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> It was amazing. He was hitting like these crazy threes where like he had two guys covering him and he was just uh he was just going around screens and um and putting it up and uh I love that Fizz called him ISO Zo. Uh, <laughs> I like that nickname. It's a great nickname. It's a great way to start your career with a great nickname. Um and I think he could be the eighth or ninth man on the team. Uh we always discount the twenty two year old rookies. But uh, and he went undrafted, but he scored 25 points against the Nets, and it looked amazing. It wasn't like uh, uh, it wasn't like the Mo Williams 52 points. It was a really, really good, effective, awesome 25 points, and he was all over the court. Yeah, yeah. I love. I, yeah, I, I love. I love that guy. <laughs> apparently, the coaching staff really loves him too. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say Rookie of the Year, Dark Horse. Uh, I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> way dark horse. Way, way, way dark horse. Yeah. Uh, if he is the if he is the best player out of Arizona from this draft, uh, it's the craziest. This that would be like like one of the craziest draft stories in history. Yeah, it really would. I'm I'm rooting for him because uh, I I want everybody who didn't select Luka Doncic number one to did you check to out feel goofy. Uh, did you check out Alonzo in, in some highlights at least? I did. He looked awesome. Oh. <laughs> His highlights looked really awesome, um, and uh, yeah, I, I hope the best for him. I think I hope he's really good. I I want the Knicks to be good because I think that having a strong New York team is is awesome. You know, I, I I like I like that sort of historic idea that the Knicks are good, even though they've never been that good. Uh, <laughs> I I like that. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Knicks. I really am. Who knows? Maybe. They can build this young talent and end up with KD and Kyrie and Jimmy Butler 
next year too or, or something um well probably probably not Kyrie because Kyrie said he's gonna resign well who knows oh yeah he did say that he's committed if they'll have him back what if they don't have him back? That would be a Celtics I, move to. to <laughs> I, I think I think they're gonna do that. They're gonna pull the Isaiah Thomas card on him because he's he's getting hurt too. He couldn't finish out the season. Yeah. So uh, who's to say that they're not gonna trade him to the Knicks? Even they'll resign and trade him. Yeah. What if the Celtics win the championship this year, re-sign Kyrie, and then trade him for Anthony Davis? <gasps> In a three-team trade where he where Kyrie goes to uh, the Knicks somehow. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't. I don't think Kyrie. Kyrie does not want to go to New Orleans. So, well, but I mean, who cares? But New Orleans gets so. Alonzo Trier and all of uh, New York's picks. Oh, okay. Um, I well, yeah, I would take that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the money um, situation is going to be an issue, but that's not for us to figure out. That's for those three teams to figure out. Danny Ainge can do anything. Mm-hmm. The Knicks over under is 29.5. I'm going to smash the way under under on that. And honestly, if we redid it, I would probably put the Knicks a little lower. Um, honestly, if if I had to, uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to put money on basketball until I have a 401k or something. Yeah. But, um, but if I had to put money on something, it has to be the Knicks under, right? Because... Kristaps is going to be out the whole year. Mm-hmm. I, I just have this, I have this feeling in, in the back of my spine that tingles whenever I hear his name, and um, yeah, I I hope not because I do I do love Kristaps. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but if you're the Knicks, if if Kristaps is going to be out all year, you might as well just run your young talent, try to evaluate what you have uh, the best you can, and then make your decisions right. moving forward. Um, all right. Next pick, Dylan. Uh, with the 26th pick in the draft, I am going to pick the Orlando Magic, and I can't believe they weren't picked already. But <laughs> now that now that we've been going through it, I think I think they're the 26th best team in the league. Yeah, you know, I might personally have them a little bit higher. Actually, I'm I'm into the Magic. I'm into the Magic, uh, and I'm probably gonna regret saying that, like, yeah, pretty when, soon. <laughs> but when was the last? The last time they were a top 25 team in the league was maybe 2010 when Dwight Howard left. <laughs> yeah, they've been in turmoil for a long, long time. But uh, Dwight Howard has that effect on teams. So um, what do you like about the Orlando Magic? I don't like anything about the Orlando <laughs> Magic. You, you, you say something nice about the Orlando Magic. I can't. Okay, here's what I, here's what I really like. So... I started to get into the Orlando Magic during their summer league when they would trot out these lineups with Mo Bamba, Jonathan Isaac, and Wes Iwundu. Um, Jonathan Isaac, who already sprained his ankle, by the way. I know. Uh, that boy is so fragile. He's so fragile. Yeah. Um, he's just like, he's so little. They're all so skinny. Mo Bamba is so skinny. But anyway, the point is, this lineup it has insane length like Wes Wundu, Jonathan Isaac and Mobamba all like if they went arm to arm and um they could probably just like circle the whole world just with their arms cuz they're, they're they're so long um and I'm really into that. I think their roster is very flawed uh mostly due to the fact that they don't really have a point guard um and yeah. Uh, it looks like Aaron Gordon. How do they not have a point guard? <laughs> I don't understand how any team. How does any team? <laughs> there are so many point guards. There are so many 
fucking point guards. I mean, I th- call up Allen Iverson. He's doing great in the big three. Dude, Jason Williams. You could uh, stacked Mike Bibby could come and play point guard for you. I I don't think I don't think uh, AI has been doing well in the big three. Has he? I saw he was tanking at one point, but I, I haven't been following lately. Um, you know, I watched one big three game and I kind of liked it. Um, I was watching Big Baby Davis just kind of barrel into the lane and throw up wild layups, and it was really, really enjoyable. I was really into it. Um, so maybe we should do a separate Big Three podcast for when the Big Three season comes. A Big Three preview? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but seriously, call up the losing. Nets. The Nets have like a million point guards that they could trade. You call up any. Anyway, it's it's terrible. They uh, they need a point guard. Uh, Aaron Gordon's going to play most of the season at small forward, which is going to be not great because he is a power forward. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I like their team. I do like Aaron Gordon, too. He's like Blake Griffin, except uh, not quite the ball handler. He is going to have to play up to 75% of his contract if they're going to be anywhere – if they're going to be anywhere above 26. Uh if Nikola Vucevic is going to be your best player, you could be the worst team in the league. Yeah, that's 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 pretty rough. That's pretty rough. I don't know. I like Steve Clifford though. I think he's a good coach. He's supposed to have like a defensive mind. Maybe he can utilize all these like uh, long defensive people and, and scheme up some good defense so they could have at least a passable defense. If your starting lineup is Jerry and Grant, Evan Fournier, uh, oh, yeah. Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac and Mo Bamba, that's like a lot of length and a lot of defensive upside. So maybe they can have some... Sounds like... To me, that sounds like a lot of speculation. And <laughs> their over-under is six and a half games higher. They're not going to win 31 and a half games. I'm picking the under. They were 25 wins last year. I'm picking way on... That's under. Yeah, I'm smashing the under button. Smashing the under button. Okay, so with the 25th pick in the draft, who are you picking, Chalanga? The fucking Dallas Mavericks, man. Oh. Okay. Rant alert. I'm gonna I'm about to go on a rant about Mark Cuban. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Fuck Mark Cuban, okay? So have you been following the story about the sexual harassment in the Mavericks front office? Yeah, what was his what was the guy's name? It was Pants DJ. Um yeah, so it was like uh two Two people in the Mavericks organization were accused of like sexually harassing female employees, and they the had... first one was Pants DJ. I, uh, I believe so. Okay, yeah, he, yeah, that was pretty weird. That was pretty bad. Pretty bad, Mark. Mm-hmm. And so there was a big investigation, and like it, it was revealed that, you know, Mark Cuban didn't know anything about it, but he maybe should have known something about it. So. The Dallas Mavericks organization went through a big overhaul. They're they're having like sexual harassment trainings. They're like hiring a bunch more women onto their team. Um, and uh, Mark Cuban donated ten million dollars to women's organizations. So like, great job. You made up for your mistake. Like that is horrible. But like, you gave a lot of money to women's organizations, and I think your organization is going to be better moving forward. 
But then Quit spending so much time on Shark Tank. Have they been a winning team since he joined Shark Tank? Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to know the, the look that up. On that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. I like. I can pretty much solidly say no. Um, I think two years ago they were 42 and 40, and they made the playoffs as the A seed and got swept. Um, but don't quote me on that. That's just from my memory. Um, anyway. A couple days ago, it came out that another person on the Dallas Mavericks uh, payroll, so like a team photographer who also happens to be really good friends with Mark Cuban, like introduced Mark Cuban to his wife, um, and, and they know each other very, very well. Um, he's been on the staff for 18 years, was reported to have sexually harassed like several, several, several women on the staff and there is no way that mark cuban could not have known that this man that has been his like uh, his best the man that introduced him to his wife there is no way that he could not have known that that dude was a fucking sleaze which leads me to believe that mark cuban is a sleaze fuck mark cuban fuck the dallas mavericks luka Doncic is leaving after his rookie contract is up because it's a terrible organization and you know what He'll probably come to the Minnesota Timberwolves and he'll win us a damn championship. Yeah! Oh. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good after that. Uh, I, I love Luka Doncic so much. I know. And is is Mark Cuban the next... Is anyone saying this? I don't know if anyone's saying this, by the way, but uh, this could be a great hot take. Is, is Mark Cuban the next Donald Sterling situation whoa what yeah i mean honestly i would not be surprised for it to come out that he has also sexually harassed a bunch of women in the dallas mavericks organization because he seems to love sexual harassers well okay let's i don't i don't want to like okay we we can't we we can't make those kind of statements those (laughs) those are pretty damning statements i'm not going to make those statements about mark cuban specifically but um if it comes like this is like this is exactly the same thing as what happened to Urban Meyer, but it's it's worse because it's happening multiple times, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I, and you can't suspend the guy, but you can kick him out of the league. Yeah, you can, because he's he's clearly trying to cover something up. He keeps hiding shit, you know, and like how much is gonna have to come out before the NBA is like like reconsiders having this guy as a part of their league, you know. Um, I will say he's done a lot. He's done a lot better, uh, at least according to your research, because I I'm not looking into this um, as much as you are. But um, it seems like he's at least trying to atone for his mistakes. Uh, or yeah, and uh, so that's something. But we yeah we do need to um, keep an eye out for that and see if it escalates any further because. Uh, there is precedent for an owner being forced out of the league for their actions. So, yeah, it's it's tough, you know. I mean, Donald Sterling was racist, and you know, I think the the major parties affected were men. But I think when the major parties affected are women, it's a lot harder for things to ha- get gain any traction, especially in the NBA, which is a heavily male centric league at all levels. Um, yeah. I mean, so. obviously, it's endemic in all of society. And mm-hmm. We had a pretty interesting last two weeks. Um, but, yeah, uh, keeping it back with basketball, um, it's – Mark Cuban was on Shark Tank, 
in 2009. So they they won the championship when Mark Cuban was on Shark oh, Tank already. But damn. I still do see a correlation between <laughs> uh, them going down. It's just like they got they got they had to have everything work right for them in 2011, and basically after that, uh, they've been a lottery team. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, get off a Shark Tank, run a freaking basketball organization, and don't harass people. Seriously, yeah, the Mavericks got really lucky with Dirk. And maybe they got really lucky again with Luka Doncic. Um, but we'll see. They also have a Costas Antetokounmpo. And uh, I don't know. He's on a two-way, I think. But did you watch him during Summer League or preseason at all? Um, I have heard about this. I did not watch him. Um, but I'm going to wait for him to make the team. <laughs> fair. Very fair. But I, I like – I. Th- I, I like think that he will he looks pretty awesome at least defensively he's got some really really good instincts um on that end of the floor so i think there's this there's space for him in the league i'm not saying that he's going to be Giannis, but i think you know it could be a, a steph seth type um brother uh relationship in the nba um so we'll see Anyway, I'm sla- uh, I'm slamming their under. Uh, I think it's horrible. Slamming the under button. Can we at least talk about Doncic? I really want to talk about Doncic. Okay, fine. He's played 200 <laughs> games between the Spanish League and EuroLeague. He's literally played three full NBA seasons in Europe, and all these other players. And he's and he's proved himself. He won EuroLeague MVP. And all these other players that are coming out of the first round of the, uh, of the draft are uh completely unproven they've played one each one of them's played one year he kind of dropped to five a little bit like in my mind i see him as being the fifth pick in the draft because i wouldn't have given him up for anything and i can't believe that the hawks did that yeah it's that's crazy to me uh the hawks did get another pick in return i'm aware of this but but like i get it Two picks is better than one sometimes, but not when it's Luka Doncic. He's going to have a 10-year NBA career, barring an injury. Yeah, so. I think he's going to be really good. Um, I think it's interesting to note Luka Doncic has played 174 professional games. Um, I I counted I counted 200. I really Oh, did. you counted 200? That's, I did, yeah. That was a stat that I looked up. That is more basketball games, period, than Joel Embiid has played in his entire life. And Joel Embiid was picked second. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I don't understand why people just all they want to do is is pick these players who they've never seen play basketball before in favor of or over these players who have played tons of basketball. Because why are these people dropping? He's Alonzo not Trier, athletic enough. He's not athletic enough. Oh, I don't even know who he's playing against over there. Like what? That's crazy. I, I hate all of those crutch <laughs> arguments, and he's going to be amazing. He he could be the best player in the league within five years. Uh, he's like a less athletic Ben Simmons whose shot isn't broken. Yeah. Um, he looks like an adult. He runs fast breaks. I mean, well, he's not fast, but he runs fast breaks as in he facilitates fast breaks amazingly, and Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be on the other end of that. Who doesn't want to watch this team? Seriously. And you know what? A- athleticism is not – it just like doesn't matter, and I think the it, I mean it does matter, but the Mavericks know that James Harden, James Harden, 
uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. Uh, and that, I mean, I think that's why the da- Dallas Mavericks were smart and like on board with that because they they already have a very non-athletic star in their hands. Um, and you we know, don't pick athletes, pick basketball players. Okay. Yeah. Not every pick's gonna be Giannis. Exactly. Okay, well, their over-under is 34.5, and as much as I like Luka Doncic, uh, I think they are seriously lacking some depth, um, and I'm going to smash their under, smashing the under button. Um, I think that they're better than 25. I don't agree with your pick at 25. I will say slightly under, but I think it's going to be close to that. I think that they're going to have a competent team because they're going to have a competent point guard, and he's going to take the league by storm. Um, they're not going to be in the playoffs, but they're going to be, I think they're going to have 30 wins at least. I can see that. Okay. I got a P. I, I got a P. Hold on. This is very important. Um, you got a what? I'm peeing right now. We'll, we'll edit this out. Dylan, you're gonna have to cut this out, cause I'm still, I'm still here. I'm in my seat and I'm recording this for you to hear. <laughs> hey, Dylan. I want Dylan. S- What's your next pick? With the 24th pick in the draft, Dylan Carlson selects the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah! Uh, would any of their players get playing time in any of the, on any of the playoff teams? Any of their players? I think some in of their the players. Playoffs. In the playoffs. This is talking seven-man rotation. I think seven-man seven Give me eight. I it goes down to seven in the playoffs with some teams. I mean, well, okay, the Rock they wouldn't be able to play on the Rockets, who are the only team that really plays a full rotation in the playoffs. Uh, I think that uh, I think Rondé Hollis Jefferson is underrated. I like his game. I think Joe Harris could play on most teams because he's a, he's a shooter. He's just a just a good shooter. Um, looks like he was forty one percent last year. That ain't bad. Um, yeah. And uh, I think D'Angelo Russell. I think there's hope for D'Angelo Russell. Don't you don't like D'Angelo Russell? I like D'Angelo Russell. Um, there is hope. He was out all last season. Um, yeah. Damari Carroll scored zero points in 20 minutes. <laughs> what a fall from fall from grace, uh, Damari Carroll. Um, I just I feel like they have eight to nine players who are about at the same level, like below average NBA players. Yeah, average. You know what? They're they're like the Clippers in that they don't have any stars, but like a lot of players that can play, but. 
they are also worse than the Clippers because everybody on their team is like two notches lower on the on the good uh, meter than the Clippers are. You know, I would say that they're the same in terms of offense, but the Clippers are going to have some players who are just going to be lockdown defenders and will be positive players because of that. Mm-hmm. I will say I like I I think that Brooklyn has put themselves in a de- decent. Uh, position considering the uh, like the, that they lost all of their draft picks to the, the ravaging that happened at the hands of Danny Ainge yeah it it's really sad for them that that happened and I think they it was five years that they did not control their own first round pick which is insane and the fact that they have amassed this like talent level based on that shows me that their new ownership is doing some their, or their new uh, management is doing some good stuff. Like if the Timberwolves were in the same situation, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think about that. Actually, uh, that <laughs> makes me too sad. Um, so yeah, I think I, like I, I believe in Scott Layden. I really do. Uh huh. Sure you do. Uh, <laughs> hey, I think he's, I think he's pulling the strings. I think he's pulling the puppet strings behind, behind Tibbs. And I don't think. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm not calling him Tibbs anymore. I'm gonna call him Thibs because it's Tom Thibodeau. Thibs. I'm gonna call him Thom, Thom Thibodeau. Okay, Thomas. He does, he does Yeah, Thomas Thibodeau. Um Yeah, they're 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 looking more and more competent and they're not looking that much better. That's yeah. what I have to say. You know, I like under. I like Jared Allen. He's interesting. Uh but I, I he's got an afro which is awesome. Like the 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 throwback hair it always gets me. Uh but uh I'm not uh, yeah. Also, ooh. I Love afros. I just saw Black Klansman last week. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. And cool. Denzel Washington's kid is it Don David Washington? His hair was so beautiful in that movie. I've never seen more beautiful hair than in that movie. I've never seen more beautiful afros than in Black Klansman. Um, and that's my review of Black Klansman. It was that was the best movie that I've seen in. I I liked it better than Get Out, and it was they were both produced by Jordan Peele. Um, obviously, Get Out was directed by Jordan Peele as well. But uh, I I thought it was one of my one of my favorite movies in the last couple years. It was just so fun to watch. I get that it wasn't accurate, but uh, Black Klansman was so good. And the thing that really put it over the top was the Afros. So you're saying Jared Allen is going to win Most Improved Player this year? Yeah, on account of his, on account of only his Afro. Let's move on though. Wait, I want to bring up uh, one more player. Room? I want to bring up one oh. more player. This is a deep dive. I know, but it's so he's so interesting. His name is Theo Pinson. He played for North Carolina for four years. And to me, he looks like the perfect cross between uh, Lance, Stevia- Lance Stevenson and Draymond Green, which uh, sounds like an awesome player, right? Um, he's got like super long arms. He's got some funky dribble moves. Like he's, he's an impressive dribbler, but it looks kind of crazy. Like, you know how Lance Stevenson has all these crazy crossover moves that he does that look ugly, but somehow they like always, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, I look out for him. I think that he is going to get some playing time and I think he could be, uh, like a, an undrafted player that ends up being like a really solid, productive NBA player. Their over under is thirty two. Under, under. They're not better than last year. Yeah, I guess they're not. But I just feel like at some point somebody's got to go over, right? <laughs> like, if we we have we have all these teams that are losing so many games, there's like the math just but is going to stop working. 
here's the thing of over under though it it happens every year because there are teams that end up tanking that uh that will automatically give up their over under like all these over unders are going to be higher than like if we really believe these teams are going to be bad they're going to be under their over under because the uh, over unders always i mean they seem to regress more to the mean and i i i'm gonna i'm gonna take the under maybe it'll be maybe they'll win 29 30 31 games but i'm gonna yeah i don't know if I don't know how they're going to win 32 games. Yeah, I'm taking the under two. They have their pick for the first time, so they're going to want, you know, as advantageous of draft position as possible. Um, Exactly. Great point. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a point that I I was going to make as well. Um, Why can't they be the worst team in the league? Who's their best player? Karis LeVert? I'm going to say D'Angelo Russell is their best player, which is... And and that was the worst team in the league on the Lakers. So yeah, they were better. so bad. Oh man, that Lakers team was bad. Okay, you're so, right. I'm smashing the under. I 100% agree with that. They have they have a lot of they have a ton of pieces and they don't have a ton of upside. I really like Brooklyn's coach too. I think Kenny Atkinson is a brilliant coach. I think he is absolutely brilliant. Um, and as soon as they get talent, that team is gonna skyrocket. Okay, we're out of time. So just like Dwight Howard, we are out of here. Uh, We'll be back sometime later this week with the rest of the lottery teams. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you, Chalanga. Bye.